This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Lobsters. Pinchy, but delicious. It's Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. We have made it to the end of October, Chris. We did it. Wow. I know, amazing. They said it couldn't be done, but we did. Yep, I'm Aaron, and this is my co-host, Chris, and we'd like to welcome you to Another Great Day, the podcast where you get creativity, interaction, and conversation, and you just might overhear somebody mowing my yard in the background. (laughs) Chris, do you ever have people mow your yard? I usually have uh, my nephew, Beckham. Oh, I've met him. Yeah. He's a delightful young chap. He has, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. He's come to my house when the yard has needed mowing, and I purposely have not mowed the morning of. I was like, oh, I need to go mow. And I was like, oh, Beckham's coming over. Yeah. I'm going to wait and let him mow because he enjoys mowing. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, I, uh, I, I think that's really good for a young person to do. Rivers does that for me as well. Um, two weeks ago, I was mowing my yard, and I mowed close to a bush. I have a story about mowing, Whoa, Chris. <laughs> let's do it. And now, yeah. story time with A.A. Ron. Here we go. All right, so legend has it, I was mowing two weeks ago. Maybe this was a month ago. And I was mowing near that bush right out there by the fire pit. Oh, dear. And I got a little too close to it. And all of a sudden, I noticed some things out of the corner of my eye. Then all of a sudden, I felt pain on my leg <laughs> oh no. and back. Oh no! And I realized that there was a wasp's nest inside that bush, Ooh. and I was being stung no less than eight times. Oh dear! I let go of the lawnmower and ran like a muppet. I had my arms <laughs> flailing in the air, <laughs> ah! and I came inside and I said, "Parker, if I pass out." Do you know how to <laughs> dial nine one one? I guess some people go into shock after uh, multiple bee stings. Maybe they're, they're allergic. The, oh. the histamines and stuff affect okay. them. I'm not a doctor. I could be making this entirely up. All right. Know. Anyways, yeah, that's my story. I was mowing and got stung by a lot of bees. All right. Well, so therefore I can never mow the yard again. Oh, whoa, whoa. That is a pretty severe conclusion. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, listen, hey, it's Tuesday, and that means it is no. Tuesday segment. We're... Were you in a a known area or was it in a far off, like remote, unknowable place? No, I was in a very well-known area called my backyard. Well, we're about to talk about someplace else. Oh. On today's Word of the Day. Oh, it's Word of the Day time. Featuring everybody's favorite hero, Etymology Man. Come on in, Etymology Man. man. (laughs) Hello. Hello, humans. Are you not a human? <laughs> no, I am. I am a superior human. Oh, whoa. I can fly two inches off the ground. <laughs> oh, all right, etymology man. That's right. I was listening yesterday, boys. What what word of the day do we have today? Well, today's word of the day, Chris, is clandestine. Oh. Have you ever heard that word before? Clandestine. I have. Yes. Uh, I have a friend who really liked saying clandestine saunas as his like favorite phrase. Interesting. I don't know why. Makes very little sense to me. Yes. <laughs> well, let me give you a definition before I dive into the etymology because it's quite simple. Clandestine means characterized by, done in, or executed with secrecy or concealment, especially for purposes of subversion or deception. Oh. It can also mean private or surreptitious. Have you ever heard that word, Chris? Surreptitious is directly from 
Hank the cow dog. No way. He is surreptitious. He calls it surreptitious loderation. No way. And he slowly creeps out of the back of the pickup to sneak up on Drover. Oh, that's great. And he calls it surreptitious. I love it. I always thought meant syrup, like (laughs) like pancakes and, and butter. Well, I've got an example right here. A real life example. The Pharisees in the Bible, they plan to kill Jesus, but they planned it in secret. This is an example of being clandestine, just like Hank the Cowdog sneaking up on Drover. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm and, done. Wait, wait. The, the etymology of the word. Oh, that's right. The up. whole point of my existence. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. The etymology comes from the Latin word clandestinus. So yes. this is just. There's almost no etymology. Yes, we are using almost the original word. Yes, indeed. We've just changed the last four letters. I should have gone on vacation this week. <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't need me. But we looked it up, and there is a connection to clam. Yes, like a small shelled creature that has a pearl inside, mm-hmm. and it's hiding, just like clandestine can be hiding or remote or private or hidden yep. or private. And the clam hides the pearl inside. So there's a connection there. So if you're trying to remember what clandestine means, it can mean remote place or hidden or private. Private or surreptitious. (laughs) The sneakiest (laughs) topping for a pancake. All right. Anyways, Etymology Man out. Bye, Etymology Man. I like that guy. (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to bring us to this day in history. Oh, this day in history, a really scary, spooky thing happens. <laughs> I, I, I edited your text. <laughs> be silly. I'm just going to read whatever's on there. All right, <laughs> That's all right. hilarious. On October 31st, 1517, legend has it that the priest and scholar Martin Luther approaches the door of the castle church in Wittenberg, Germany, and nails a piece of paper to it containing the 95 revolutionary opinions that would begin the Protestant Reformation. Chris, I have a question written down here for you that I'm going to ask you now. Did Martin Luther have any long-lasting effects on the world? Yes. Did his 95 pieces... (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations. You win. That was the correct answer. And now we will move on. (laughs) I need you to be more succinct in the future, please. (laughs) In fact... Almost all, uh, yeah, the whole, uh, every, basically every church that's non-Catholic and non-Orthodox is, uh, is from, from this. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. One guy's 95 opinions, revolutionary opinions. That is really spooky, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I wrote it, because it wasn't spooky at all. Because it's Uh, so (laughs) scary. Okay. And that's why you have to do a scary Uh, voice. I'm going to be honest. Yes. Uh, Martin Luther, it may have been, it probably was extremely uh, scary. scary for him to put these up because he was going against all of the tradition up to that point. That is true. But he probably had had thoughts and, and had reasons and was very brave. Yeah, that was brave. It's always, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to stand up for what you believe sometimes, yep. especially when the consequences can be dire. Well, that'll do it for this day in history. Good job, Chris. Appreciated that. And that'll bring us to today's question of the day. All right. Today's question of the day is, would you rather have the ability to sing perfectly or have perfect hair as soon as you wake up? Take a few minutes, discuss this amongst yourselves, 
two completely unrelated things, but they could be fun. We'll be right back. And we're back. Chris, you and I talk about this a lot. Perfect pitch or perfect hair. I mean, I what do you choose? I wake up and I text you. Today is a perfect hair day. <laughs> or today is a perfect pitch day. I woke up and I said, good morning. And, and it, it was wasn't. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you rather have? Perfect hair or perfect pitch? Um, my assumption is, is that I can... My hair is fine. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't you think, assume that, eh? <laughs> I don't think my hair is great. I don't. I don't have any real thoughts about my hair. Hey, it's you good have enough. Hair. It covers my head and it keeps me warm. But I would love to be able to sing perfectly all the time. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? That'd be so cool. You could like sit outside and make money just singing to people, or be one of those guys who sings in a mariachi band. That'd be kind of cool. It's true. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. What would you play in a mariachi band, by the way? If I were to play an instrument in a mariachi band? Yeah, this is a bonus question. I get a flugelhorn. What? You know, <laughs> Do they have those in mariachi bands? I don't know, but I'd play it. You know what a flugelhorn is? No. It is a marching French horn type coronet thing. Weird. It, it is, it's a little bit square hmm. The trumpet is kind of long and skinny. Yeah. And they have a marching baritone yep. euphonium that is a big long, not a big long, but like a big trumpet kind of thing. And this is in the middle. Interesting. It's called a mellophone, and it has. There's a very famous mellophone player named Chuck Mangione who plays mellophone jazz. What? That's right. This is this is the kind of stuff you get for free here on another great day. And a I would break down a marching band. I would highly recommend <laughs> ch- looking up Chuck Mangione. Um, he's got a, a very famous song, something about like feel look good or something like that, and super chill and calm. Oh, that sounds great. And uh, yeah. So okay. yesterday's recommendation was War Disco World's War of Jeff the Worlds, <laughs> and today's is Mangione or whatever. Chuck Mangione. Chuck Mangione. Well, thanks for that, Chris. Um, <laughs> I'm going to choose um, not having to do my hair ever again. I hate doing my hair. <laughs> it uh, looks great today. Because well, I, I had to do it. I oh. didn't want to, but I did. So, well, you guys let us know what you think in the polls below. Would you rather be able to sing perfectly? Would you rather have perfect hair? Or would you rather join Chris playing the flugelhorn in a mariachi band? Let us know on another great day. Well, great talk today, Chris. That was fun. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and check in with our dad joke correspondent on location. What you got for us, Wes? Hey there, Aaron and Chris. Hey, where did Gus go on vacation? Mally. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, why are ghosts such terrible liars? Because you can see right through them. Okay, one more. One more. Why, what is a mummy's favorite kind of music? Rap. <laughs> Have another great day. Shout out to Lil Dracula. <laughs> My favorite rapper. <laughs> Oh, good job, Wes. Those are great. I have to say, actually, I'm going to pause the show right now and say something. Oh, oh. I need to say, Chris, is it is this a safe place for me to share this? Just you and me, right? And all the listeners, yes. Oh, yeah. No, I want to give a shout out to Alora last week. She did so good with her three really jokes. Good. That really, that lit me up. I had a big, big old smile on my face. So good job, Alora. If you're listening, keep up the good work. 
All right. Well, that's going to bring us to today's word of wisdom. Today's word of wisdom's coming to us from the book of Proverbs. We're just marching through Proverbs 24, verses 30 through 34. All right. Here's the LT version of the Bible. It says, this is very first person storytelling. I walked by a field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds and the walls were broken down. Then as I looked and I thought about it, I learned this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Wow. All right, the Amplified Version says, I went by the field of the lazy man and the vineyard of the man lacking understanding and common sense. And behold, it was all overgrown with thorns and nettles were covering its surface and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw, I considered it well. I looked and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and daydream, then your poverty will come as a robber and your want like an armed man. Wow, there's a lot of practical advice within that proverb. That's what I like about Proverbs, Chris. It tends to be very practical, and I think it's easy to understand. Did you know that this is the proverb that I think about the most? Really? I truly do. I will wake up in the morning, and the first thing I think is a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands. We got to get after it today. What? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. So, fun fact about that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today, Chris. Let's cue up that music. Ah, there it is. Our mission here is to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. And I have text to read. Our mission here is to encourage interaction. Oh, you did that already. And if you like what you're hearing, you should um, do it more often and listen. <laughs> listen all the time. Listen. I'm also doing sound levels. Sorry. We are professionals. <laughs> we, we do. We're hiring a podcast producer. Anybody who wants to hire out, we'll, we'll give you three pieces of bacon once a month. Um, and great. <laughs> oh, listen, we appreciate you guys listening. Chris, that's hilarious. Thanks for listening. Keep coming back and we hope you make it another great day. day.